1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quickets, your Wednesday, April 14th edition. We got a seven-game main slate, five-game early slate to chat about here to get your lineups built on a Wednesday. Hope everybody had a great Tuesday. It was a fun one. Got 22 runs in Atlanta between Atlanta and Miami. Detroit stacks went off in a big way. Pitching was fun uh, all over the place. Somehow they were 13 runs in San Francisco. Wild night. Hope some green screens came your directions thanks for all the kind words I've been getting lately in the slack chat on twitter other places really appreciate it. that's what we do the podcast for to help you guys out to learn how to play the game to win some money all that fun stuff if you like the podcast if you can get a rate and review on itunes it would help me out tremendously so that's that's uh, the way the podcast continues to grow and more people can find it is through those rates and reviews so go check that out would really appreciate it And if you like to watch the the podcast instead of listening to it go to the Roto baller youtube channel subscribe like, share, all that good stuff over there. But for now, we got five games early. I'm not going to go position by position. Just to give me my quick thoughts on the five-game early slate. Corbin Burns is your main pitcher. He's a high price guy. Great spot versus the Cubbies. Righties, Cubbies, attack. Corbin Burns in a phenomenal spot here. Should be very, very popular on the early slate, but that's where we're going in that one. Don't mind Griffin Canyon against Kansas City, another spot you can attack with pitchers. Uh, Bundy was okay, not great. On this slate, Canyon kind of checks the bill there. You can go that direction. Last but not least, you have Boston and Minnesota on DK, making it a five-game slate. It's only four-game slate on FanDuel because it's not there. It's game one of a doubleheader. It's so only seven game, seven innings. Remember that it could be good for pitchers. If they go seven innings, you get the complete game bonus. Also, get less at bats for hitters. So on the pitching side of things, Kintomayet is only seventy two hundred bucks. Like that quite a bit. You have all these seven K. He's in play as well. But uh, so Maeda and Evaldi, good values here. You can pair them up with Corbin Burns, have some fun on this early slate. When you're looking at the bats, though, the popular ones are going to be Washington. I guess Adam Wainwright, what's not to love there? You have values in Bell, Schwarber. You can pair that with Soto and others. got Robles and Turner and the works. But if you saw that 3, 4, 5, Soto, Bell, Schwarber, great spot versus Wainwright, not too expensive. Don't mind that at all. Yankees for Stripling will be very popular as well. Stripling's getting like no swings and misses. He's pitching to a ton of contact that will not bode well against the New York Yankees in that ballpark. So those are going to be the two popular stacks, but I don't mind St. Louis versus Ross. That can be a nice pivot. Um, And then I really like the Angels versus Brad Keller. Keller's gotten shelled his first two starts. Does not look good at all. Otani and company. Otani, Walsh, Trout. uh, Rojas is cheap. Fletcher. There's tons of options in that uh, L.A. lineup that you can target by well, keep riding that Otani bandwagon as long as you can. Same with Jared Walsh, because they they're affordable for now, but the price keeps going up. And last but not least, Corey Kluber is not that good, folks. Not good at all. So Toronto versus Kluber is a good leverage as well. It's like Toronto and Anaheim are kind of my two targets outside of Washington that I really like to kind of be different. I love Washington. What's not to love? Price-wise, all that good stuff. But um, Toronto and, and Anaheim are good pivot plays as well on this five-game slate. So that's where I'll be going. If you have more questions, hit me up in the Slack chat. It's free. All i need your email. We'll get you rocking and rolling in that one. All right, seven games to break it down, position by position, as always. Totals so far on this seven-game slate. Seattle at Baltimore, total nine and a half. Be careful. It looks like things can change. Recorded the night before. Rain picks up as the evening goes on in Baltimore, so keep an eye on that one. Detroit at Houston, total of nine. Phillies-Mets, total of eight. Uh, rain picks up there as well. Marlins Braves total eight and a half when blown out the left, pretty steady on that one. Colorado and the Dodgers total of seven and a half. We don't have totals on two of the other ball games. All right. Pitching on this seven game slate, Lance McCullers, 9900 bucks top of the class for good reason going up against the Detroit Tigers. Lance is, is firmly in play on this one. Pitching is not like it's been the last couple of days, folks. Lance has got you at least 17 to 18 points in each of his first two starts. Uh, he's got at least five innings in each start. Six or more Ks in each start. He went to 95 pitches in his first start, 88 in his last And We've got to get back to that 95-plus, hopefully at six-plus innings. That's why it's hard to use him on Fanduel, where you want to at least get the quality start out of him. But on DK, we just want the win, the strikeouts. Give him a shot there at 99. Top-priced option. Should be popular. Don't mind it. I think there are pivots. I think he's the best play. He's the guy I'd like to get to. But there are pivots if you want to be different. If you want to differentiate yourself pitching-wise on the slate – You have options. Zach sacks at 97. You can go there. I'm not, but you can. Dustin May at 94 is very interesting to me. Um, Six innings, two hits, no runs, eight Ks against Oakland his last time out on 85 pitches. That's efficient. That's not what we're used to with Dustin May. Uh, Do I see him being that good again? I do not, but Colorado is that bad. So May at 94 in tournaments, appealing. Like I'd rather have McCullers and Cash over May, but May in tournaments at 94, very, very appealing against a very bad Rockies team. So that's something to keep in mind. Carlos Rodon's down to 8,900 bucks. I didn't like him. He was like 93, 94. Every little bit counts, plus the slate's different. You had aces and stuff on that slate. You don't really on this one. So Rodon at 89, on that increased velocity, good movement on his stuff, was outstanding against Seattle his first time out. He threw 95 pitches, which was probably the most important part of that outing, not, not to mention the nine strikeouts, the no runs, the five innings, all groovy, almost 30 DK points. 95 pitches was awesome. Just so important to see from Carlos Rodon, and he's healthy still after that start. So that's great. Really good spot against a struggling Cleveland offense in that one at 8,900 bucks. Zach Wheeler's only 84 versus the Mets. I think this is also intriguing with Wheeler. We saw him dominate his first start against Atlanta, then at Atlanta got hit around. The Mets offense does not scare me. I know there's some names and things can happen, anything's possible. But Wheeler gets this Mets offense scream strikeouts upside for me, six plus innings upside for me. He's gone over 90 pitches in both starts, so that's not a concern. So Wheeler at 84, great price point. Someone to definitely target as well. I know Charlie Morton at 76 will be intriguing for his price point because there's really no punt options. Like that's, if you need to go cheap, it's going to be Charlie Morton. And it, I really, it hurts the stomach it. It really does. But he's your guy if, if you're looking to go cheap at 7,600 bucks against the Miami Martins, a team which I like, I respect. But Morton at 76 on DK. Like I wouldn't use him on FanDuel. I'd use other options on FanDuel. But on DK at 76, he brings upside for you against Miami, a team that went off on Tuesday, a team that I don't mind stacking even on this one. But his last time out, six innings, one run, seven Ks against uh, Philadelphia. He's got five or more Ks in both starts. When 83 pitches his last time out. That's always interesting. He was 76 and 83. Do we get 90 to 95? Hopefully. That would help out a ton. But than at 76, he's your cheap option tonight because so I'm not going Peterson. I'm not going Harvey, not going Arihara, not going Nider, not going Dunn, not going Fulmer. Just that alone should tell you how many bats we have to play on this slate. But you're going to need some cheap options unless you find some really nice value bats because a lot of these really good hitting spots, DK priced them up. On Fandle, you can get away with murder over there. It's crazy. Discounts galore. DK's a little different. It's tough to find those cheap, cheap guys where you just have to play them especially if weather comes into play and starts canceling Seattle, Baltimore. That's where most of my fun value is at. It's going to get really interesting. So pitching wise, you got McCullers up top. Absolutely love him. I like think Dustin Mays is a good GPP pivot off of McCullers, but that does not mean fade McCullers. He's still a great play. There's just, you know, does he go deep enough? There's, there's still questions with McCullers. Does he pitch in the zone enough to get strikeouts? There's, there's just so many questions with him. If he's on, he's elite. It's just he, he's got so many different outcomes compared to some other guys that are priced in that range. So, May is a good pivot. I like Rodon at 89. I can get on that. Wheeler at 84. I like that as well. And then Morton at 76. Those are your pitching targets on this seven game slate. All right. Let's get to the bats on this slate. Catcher's position. Like I mentioned, things are expensive. So, you're going to have to save some cash anywhere you can. And, catcher's position is a place I'm going to target. Like, there's some good, high priced options, but I want to, like, the highest priced guy I want is maybe Travis note at 45 or Snyder. Schneider was good in his first. His debut, but a lot of walks, got him into a lot of trouble, which leads to a lot of Miami bullpen. So $4,500 for Darnold is in play. Still not looking to go there. Looking to save some more money. Uh, Torrens at 37 versus Harvey, all aboard. We are all aboard Seattle, all aboard Baltimore. Stack-a-thon in that one. So Torrens at 37, very much worth a look there. If you're facing Fading Rodon, Roberto Perez at 34, I, I can get behind that one as well. Chance Cisco at thirty four versus Dunn, a nice cheap catcher. You can keep riding the Wilson Ramos train. Went deep again for us on Tuesday. All this dude does is crush, home run, home run. He went deep twice actually on Tuesday. Excuse me. He just keeps going. He has uh, two homers, zero, one, one, one. So five homers in his last five games. He's got you thirteen or fourteen or more DK points in four of his last five games. He's thirty three hundred bucks. It is McCullers, so keep that in mind. But there is some appeal there. A um, few others, if Trevino's catching for Texas, he's 31 versus the lefty Fleming. I can see that as well. And if if, McCuller, or if uh, Ramos is out, you can get his backup grinder for 28 versus McCullers as a discount. So there's options. There's some good payoffs, but you can save some cash and be fine at the catching position. First base, Freeman's a really good look at 54 versus Nydert. It's pricey. Uh, Max Muncy had a monster game on Tuesday. 52 versus Gray. Like, Trey Boo Boo's 51. No one's going to pay for Okay. Not many will pay for Mancini when you have these other options up top. So, something to keep in mind there. You have Reese Hoskins, who has uh, hit Peterson very well on a small sample, a couple home runs against him. He's 4800 bucks, having a great start to the season. So, I don't mind some Reese's pieces at 48 Philly. Really good look there. Again, watch the weather in that one. Mount Castle at 45. Uh, pretty much all Orioles and Mariners are going to be worth a look in this one. I think Nate Lowe at 4K is intriguing because they're going to see Lefty Lefty. Fleming shouldn't be going too long in this game. I'd say four, maybe five innings. Then you get a really beat up Rays bullpen. Usually the raised bullpen's a big plus for them. They're missing a lot of key pieces. So Nate Lowe at 4K is, is an interesting tournament type play for some savings. And then my boy, my boy went deep on Tuesday, Jose Marmaleos. He's 3,600 bucks. Hopefully he's in that lineup getting ready to take Harvey deep in this one. Big fan of what he's been doing offensively. For the Mariners, he's 3,600. Another guy to look at for some savings. Marmaleos. If you're not using Morton, Cooper's been riding a hot bat. He's 35. Uh, you can go that direction. Renato Nunez went deep for Detroit. He's got McCullers, but he's 3,400 bucks. Maybe get some Houston bullpen that's beat up as well. That's the other angle. It's similar to Fleming. McCullers only on five innings in both of his first two starts. Okay, so maybe two at bats, you get McCullers. Tough at bats. But then maybe you get two more at bats or more against Houston's bullpen. That's intriguing. So you got to kind of play those different ideas in your head. So Nunez at 34 becomes a potential play in his matchup. All right, second base position now. You know, Altuve, Houston's in a great spot versus Fulmer. Fulmer's coming out of bullpen work, won't go long. Detroit bullpen, lots to like there. But Altuve at 58, probably not paying for it. I'd rather have Ozzy Albu's at 47. He went deep on Tuesday hitting fifth or sixth now in that order. Uh, you can have some fun at the bottom part of that order as well. So Albies at 47, uh, worth a look for you. Ty France, only 42, big fan of that play against Harvey. Uh, big fan of Ty France. He went deep on Tuesday. A few others to look at. Gene Segura, 37 in his career. hit left these extremely well. So if you're looking for some savings and a piece of Philadelphia, go that route. Um, Nick Solak at 35 versus Fleming. I can get on there. If Charlie Culberson cracks the lineup. He had a tremendous game on uh, Tuesday, pretty much out of nowhere. But he went three for four, double homer, three ribbies, thirty one DK points at thirty two hundred bucks. Second base, third base eligible. Hard to ignore that if he's in the lineup again facing the lefty Fleming. So keep an eye on Charlie Culberson and that one. Other than that, not a whole lot else standing out at this point in time. A lot could change. It's a, there's a lot of new faces already making some appearances in baseball. So look at the lineups and see where the value pops out. Like we talked about, some Toronto guys. Uh, P- uh Peleus and some other ones. There's a lot of the new faces coming up with injuries and everything popping up. Third base position, you got J Ram at 57, very intriguing. If you're fading Rodon, he's got great career history against him. Switch hitter, no worries about the lefty on the mound in that one. Bregman at 51, Joey Wendell at 49, third base shortstop, decent game on Tuesday. No one pays that price for him, so keep him in mind. I love Corey or uh, Kyle Seeger at 4,800 bucks against Harvey. People are going to struggle to play that pay that price tag for Kyle Seager, but Seager double donged on um, on Sunday it was Sunday against Minnesota before uh, Tuesday's games 40 points, 10 points, 2 points, 19 points. Seager swinging a good bat, 48 Hundo. Keep him in mind uh, in his matchup. Some other cheapies, Mikel Franco at the 41, Alec Baum versus Peterson at 4K is another good look there. Austin Riley's for some savings in the GPP at thirty six. I like that versus art uh, and then Heimer Candelario. If you're like Detroit's still very live in tournaments, just like they are every night because they're cheap and they're still sneakily putting it together. So Candelario at thirty three against McCullers is somebody to take a look at. And I, I said like, a few minutes ago, watch for lineups. Like all of a sudden, Haggerty's back up with Seattle on the doubleheader. Goes deep, maybe he gets to start. He's third base outfield eligible at thirty one hundo against Matt Harvey. You could do worse things. Shortstop position, love Corey Seager at 55, no problem there at all. Correa at 5K, you're in play. Talked about Wendell at 49. Like all of those options, Didi Gregorius versus Lefty, we love the target at 4,400, so keep them in mind. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is very live against Arihara, who's not very good. Willie Adamas at 43, gets a price increase, so it might lower his ownership keep an eye on him at 43. Definitely in play there. Dansby Swanson, if you're stacking up Atlanta, he's at 41. So a lot of these shortstops are more kind of stack pieces, not so much one-offs. So keep that in mind. You can play them as one-offs, but I prefer some of these guys in stacks more so by themselves. Uh, and then if you're looking for value, there's not a ton, really. Like maybe Miguel Rojas at 33, um, not a ton. So it looks like a night to pay up for shortstop unless some things change when we see some lineups. All right, let's head to the outfield on this one. Acuna's always in play. Betts went deep on Tuesday, no big deal. Um, Rosa at 53, the big game is coming. He was streaking, slowed down, just hang on, it's coming back. But Jordan Alvarez at 49, absolutely love him. He's one of my home run calls of the day. Big fan of him versus Fulmer in the Detroit bullpen. I see Jordan going deep on Wednesday, 4,900 bucks like that quite a bit. Go back to Austin Meadows at 48. Uh, Franmill Reyes versus the Lefty. I love Rodon. I respect Rodon. Franmill respects no lefty. So Franmill at 47, if you're being contrarian, I still like Rodon in that matchup, but something to think about. You got Brantley at 46. He's in play. Mention Mount Castle. You got uh Cedric Mullins leading off at 43. Good piece of value there uh for Baltimore. Kyle Tucker at only 43 versus Houston, I love. Because you got like Jordan in 5th, Tucker bat in 7th, a nice back-end stack potential for Houston, uh, So that and it's cheaper, so I don't mind that at all. We're looking at the Houston stacks. Marcelo Zuna went deep on Tuesday. He's only 4,200, so you get Albies and Ozuna farther back in the lineup stack, still very affordable in good situations. You're kind of maximizing potential, maybe not at bats because they're not at the top of the order, but potential and saving some cash. Uh, Santander at 41 in play for sure. Mitch Hanniger if he's leading off for Seattle at four K, is uh, a nice value. I do like some lefty lefty crime on with Joey Gallo at thirty seven versus Fleming. Too cheap for Mister Gallo, so keep him on your radars. At Kilbaidu went deep again on Tuesday. He's thirty six versus McCullers, so you're getting a discount there because of the tough matchup. But someone to keep keep your eye on as well. Adam Duvall over fifty DK points on Tuesday in his monstrous game. He's thirty four uh, in his matchup versus Morton. If you want to ride that hot streak. I don't hate it. Mention Haggerty at 31. Uh, You got got like Tapia, McKinstry. See how those lineups crack out. Grossman's 3K. Leading off's always an option. But D.J. Stewart. $2,800. Batting second for Baltimore against Justin Dunn. D.J. Stewart. For regular listeners of the show, remember last year when we rode the snot out of cheap D.J. Stewart. To great game after great game after great game. Well, we're we're going to start riding DJ Stewart again. He came back about three games ago, and he's picked up where he left off. He went uh, seven points, nine points, and he had a, a couple okay games in the doubleheader, nothing crazy. But he's being productive. He's not leaving your goose eggs. The power is there. The hard hit rate is there. Twenty eight Hundo. I'm in play. Eli White's at 27 if you need a value with Texas. But give me DJ at 28 recapping your pitching on this seven game slate McCullers the big dog up top can't argue it outside of potentially not going deep enough but uh you should get at least five hopefully six plus but mcculler's at 99s in play dustin may great gpp put at 94 just know the volatility that is dustin may volatility should be like the term of pitching on this slate like such range of outcomes with this group of pitching is crazy I love Carlos Jordan at 89. I think that's a very good tournament play as well. Zach Wheeler at 84 is in play, and then Charlie Morton at 76. So that's your big five on this slate. That's where I'll be looking to target. But it's all about the bats, and it's all about where you can find the value in these bats, and DJ Stewart is obviously one of them. But uh, you want to stack up Houston versus Fulmer, Uh, and that's why I kind of mentioned, okay, so you're not getting the one through three guys because they're expensive. But go get Jordan and Tucker, the five and seven guy for cheaper. You could do stuff like that. Um, love Baltimore and Seattle. Just stack the snot out of it if you can. Hopefully, the rain stays away. Atlanta, Miami are in play, preferably the Atlanta side, but Miami's sneaky. Tampa Bay, Texas in play as well, preferably the Tampa Bay side. But I think Texas is the sneaky part. There's like Miami, Texas, some contrarian angles and some very productive, potentially productive offensive environments. Um, so I like both of those angles Philadelphia versus the Mets, Dodgers versus Colorado. Lots and lots of ways to go on this one so you can get sneaky or you can just go Baltimore-Seattle and pray they go off like they should on paper. All right, that wraps us up for this Wednesday edition. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Hit me up there or come join us in the Fantasy DJ in Slack chat. Uh, go check out Bench with Bubba, my season-long fantasy baseball podcast recorded episode 362. Bubba and the Bat Flip 79, Week 2 Fab Recap, and awesome listener questions. Go check that out. That'll drop drop on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Go get that goodie. Uh, if you're getting ready for the RBC Heritage, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast, get you covered with myself and Jesse breaking all that down. Also, if you could uh, give a rate and review on iTunes, we'd much appreciate it. Go check out Rotoballer.com where Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I write the premium values article and Tuesday and Thursday, the free DraftKings plays and go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share to watch this video, all that good stuff. But until next time, MLB DFS Quick Kits, Wednesday, April 14th edition in the books. I'm out.